VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And friends, we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on VCY America. Well, friends, we're not going to delve into many heavy issues here today, but it's a very important issue we will be talking about. In preparing for our interview today, my mind went to the book of 2 Timothy, and there we learn in chapter 1 about the genuine faith that Timothy had, which was also in his grandmother Lois and in his mother Eunice. And Paul wrote, and I'm persuaded in thee also. He affirmed that genuine faith that Timothy had inside of him that was, that was imparted there by his mother, by his grandmother. And that's further affirmed in chapter 3 when Paul warned Timothy about the perilous times that would come in the last days, and he outlined those traits that would be characteristic of the last days, just horrible times. And then he also told about the, uh, I should say, he warned about the deception that would be taking place. Doesn't that sound very familiar to where we're at today? And then Paul wrote, as recorded in 2 Timothy 3, uh, verses 14 and 15, he said, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Paul points out that Timothy was grounded in the faith from the time of his childhood. You see, both his mom and his grandmother had a spiritual impact on his life. Friends, never underestimate the spiritual impact you can make on your own children and your grandchildren. Our guest today has authored a book. It's a tool to assist you in teaching your children and grandchildren in the ways of the Lord. Joining us today, we welcome Becky Dudley. She's a children's author who has written titles like When You See a Rainbow, When You See a Cloud, or When You See a Star, Noah's Ark for Kids, and and other titles as well. Uh, She has also written and uh, recently released God's Story, From the Beginning to the Promised Return, featuring 125 illustrated stories that will bring the Bible alive for families. Becky, thanks so much for joining us here today on Crosstalk. Thank you, Jim, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, we'll talk about this book here in just a moment. Uh, Not a children's book per se like your other ones were, though children are certainly going to learn and and benefit from this, the passages that they're able to read and certainly see. But this is more of a family devotional book, and I'll get to that momentarily. But tell us about your passion, Becky, for reaching children with biblical truth. What, What drives you, what compels you to do this? Oh, well, I am a mother myself and a grandmother of seven, and, you know, just living in the world as we do and, and seeing the things happening in the world, I just think it's it's just the most important thing that we can do is teach our children the truth that's given to us in God's Word. Yeah, indeed, and we see so many young people today that are really abandoning their faith once they get out of high school or college. How important do you believe it is for that child to have that, well, a firm foundation from his or her earliest days? Oh, I I think it's vital, really, because they are going to be um, questioned from in every angle of life, in their friendships, in their classrooms, in uh, the media that they participate in. All of these things are attacking the truth, are uh, attacking Christianity, and they need to know what they believe and why they believe it. Hmm. Uh, yes. I'd also like you to address how you view the spiritual role of a parent or grandparent in a child's life, because there are, there are those, no doubt, who are listening, and you said, I'm, I'm, I'm just struggling to keep up with, you know, the washing, the ironing, the preparing of meals, the rushing to appointments, and all those kind of things, and kind of discount the role that they can have as, as a spiritual mentor, a spiritual role in the life of a child. So address that issue, if you would. Oh wow! You know, I think if 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 Christ is is first and foremost in our life, then even as we're doing the laundry, we can be talking about who Jesus is and how He's impacting our life. And I know the world is crazy and it's busy, but um, God is in every part of our life, not not just um, Sunday mornings for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I think teaching that to our children 
how to walk with the Lord throughout the tasks that we do every day is really important, and we model that by our own behavior. Oh, and that reminds me of Deuteronomy 6, how how uh, Moses wrote how, you know, the Lord our God is one, and, and, and talked about loving the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and then he said these things that, you know, shall continuously be in your heart. Talk of them when you walk by the way, when you sit down, when you, you know, go to bed at night, uh, when you're eating mm. a meal, all of these things, and that's what you're encapsulizing here, Becky, is, is it's really part of our everyday life. Yes, it's it's really who we are which affects what we do, of course, but it, it just should should come out in our conversations and in the way we love our children and discipline our children and train up our children. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to be extra time. It, it's just part of what who we are already. Right. It is part of who yeah. we are. And and also carving out those some extra time is 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 good for us to have like a family devotional time. And with that in mind, uh, you have written a book entitled God's Story, From the Beginning to the Promised Return is the subtitle. And uh, if you would, just give us an overview of God's Story. Yeah, so God's Story is um, a collection of 125 illustrated stories from the Bible that takes the child, excuse me, through um, the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And my hope was to connect the dots of the big picture mm-hmm. of the story um, for children and and to just reinforce that these were real people that really lived on this planet and had real lives. And they're not just characters. It's not fiction or a fairy tale. Sometimes it, it seems Bible stories for kids come across that way from time to time, and um, I wanted to them, for them to see that this is actual history, and uh, we can learn from it. Yeah. So you mentioned you chose 125 accounts uh, from the Scripture to tell. Uh, what was your basis for determining which, which ones to include in this book and which ones to leave out? Oh, that was just um, prayerfully decided um, as I wrote the book, which was about a two-year process, I, I used as a general outline the scarlet thread of redemption that is um, woven through throughout Scripture, beginning in the Garden of Eden and culminating on the cross. I definitely wanted to include those stories that foreshadowed um, what Christ's ultimate sacrifice would mean. And so that was the basic outline. And then as I went, we had these just amazing illustrations from Bill Looney that um, we wanted to include. And so some of the stories were directed just because his his pictures tell stories mm-hmm. themselves. They're they just absolutely wonderful. And and really, they the, the, the pictures are discussion points in and of themselves. They are. I mean, they're. You, you know, I could just sit and look at these mm-hmm. for for hours. I yeah. think. You yeah. know, and just think about the people and the situation and what was going on there. He just really brings the story to life. Now, I, I'm sure as you interview on this book and and people talk about the stories and so forth, perhaps not many focus on the preface of the book. But I want to point out something you had in the preface. You made a point to bring out the holiness of God. Why Why did you find this important to to point out to the reader? Mm, I, I think it's an important um, concept to keep in mind as we live out our life, um, that God is holy, that he's altogether something bigger and better than us, and he deserves our reverence and our respect. And oftentimes we encounter stories in the Bible that are hard to understand, um, but when we can keep in mind the greatness and the holiness of God and just that he knows what he's doing, it kind of helps to work your way through those stories. Indeed. And friends, we're talking today with Becky Dudley. She's a children's author, but uh, written a number, not only children's books, but I, what I would call a family devotional book here with beautiful uh, full-color illustrations throughout the book and, and showing the biblical account. Um, you have something in this book that's rather unique as well. I'm, go- I'm going to call them bubbles, <laughs> bubbles in each account. There's a white circle or something. Tell us, tell us about those bubbles and their significance. Okay. 
Now, that was the idea of the um, editors at Master Books. And um, when I submitted the, the manuscript, they wanted to make this book um, something that would be useful even for young children or families with young children. So they put these bubbles on each page. That's a great word for them. And they have taken the story and simplified it and put it in language for younger children. So it's a great book that'll last a family for years. You can start out reading this to your children, and then as they learn to read, they can start reading the context, um, the content within the bubbles. And then as they mature and grow, they can start reading the main text of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's just wonderful to have this available. So a, a young reader, ladies and gentlemen, can actually pick this up and, and get the, the, the main context of the, of, of the biblical account that's being portrayed. Um, I noticed that in each of the 125 accounts you chose, you also include the scripture passage from which that devotional comes from. So a parent or grandparent could actually have their Bible right next to them, read the incident directly from the pages of Scripture, then then go on to the devotional. Mm-hmm. Yes, as a matter of fact, it's my hope that this book serves as a springboard to inspire people to just dive into the entire revelation of God's Word from Indeed. beginning to end, because it is a life-changing practice. I've spent many years studying the Bible before I read it from cover to cover. It's all valuable. But once you do get the big picture, it just opens up, well, at least for me, my faith took a a giant leap forward in just seeing the big picture. So I hope that that this will encourage people to do that as well. And, you know, and that's why I went to 2 Timothy chapter 3, because as Paul was talking to Timothy, he talked about uh, knowing the, you know, to uh, follow those holy scriptures, able to make us wise through faith and to salvation. And then in the just next verse or two, it says, it reminds us that all Scripture is God-breathed. It's inspirational for, uh, it's inspired by God, uh, that is, for, for doctrine, reproof, correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, as uh, Pastor David Brown has been on this program, he tells us what is right, what is not right, how to get right, and how to stay right. And and, <laughs> and really, that's that's what the Scriptures do. So having that Scripture there as, as uh, uh, right alongside with that biblical account there really focuses on this is what our true firm foundation is for life. That's exactly right, yes. Hmm. Becky Dudley is with us here today on Crosstalk. Again, a, a children's author, has written a number of books, and uh, but this one is, is really, in my opinion, great for families, a parent, a, a grandparent to read with their grandchildren. It's called God's Story, From the Beginning to the Promised Return, and it has 125 illustrated stories that will bring the Bible alive for families. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, I'm going to, uh, I've got many more questions I'd like to ask of our guest here today. And we'll also be sharing with you how you can obtain a copy of this book at a significant discount uh, here uh, during this month of December. So stay with us. We will be back in just one minute on Crosstalk here on the VCY American Network. As uh, friends, we talk today often about uh, where society has gone wrong. Here's how we can get them right. And it's the foundation that we build in young, precious lives from the Word of God. We'll be back in just one minute here on Crosstalk. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, in Genesis 6, we read of the fountains of the great deep. What were these? Chris, the Bible teaches that at the start of the flood, all the fountains of the great deep broke open. This triggered a chain reaction of events which inundated the earth. I think of these fountains as underwater volcanoes or perhaps seafloor vents where materials deep inside the earth rushed out. Today we find these seafloor vents which bring up chemical-laden waters, quite unlike seawater, but all at superheated temperatures. It may be that during the flood these vents brought up a great deal of water which had never been on the surface before, thus providing waters for the flood. This has all been the subject of research among creationist geologists. We're still working on it, but we do so from a back-to-Genesis perspective. To find out more about creation science, 
visit us on the web at www.icr.org. That's www.icr.org. Friends, a very unique book that's come out, but really designed to help you as a parent or as a grandparent. Some of, We've heard from grandparents say, you know, I, I'm concerned about my grandchildren, and I don't have control what goes on, but when they come visit me, I want to impart biblical truth to them. This is a book that will help you do just that. It's called God's Story, From the Beginning to the Promised Return. Beautiful, uh, full-color uh, illustrations throughout the book and, uh, and more. You have the biblical accounts. Scripture is laid out there for you to read as well. And uh, just before we get back into our interview, I, I just want to mention that this beautiful 10 by 10 full-color book called God's Story just recently came out from the publisher at a retail of $24.99, which when you look at the book, that's a bargain in and of itself. But this month, this month of December 2023, our VCY bookstore is featuring it as a book of the month and in a special arrangement with the publisher. They're offering this book at 40% off, just $14.99 plus any applicable tax and or shipping. It's only available at this price through December 31st, 2023, and is available right now. I'm going to provide you a website as well as a number. I would recommend the website because they, they've got just a single line going into the bookstore, and it'll be busy, and you'll just have to wait a few minutes, call back uh, again. But uh, it's vcy.com, vcy.com. You can go online, you'll see it there, or you may call one 722 4829. That's 1-888-722-4829. And if you happen to be in southeast Wisconsin, you can stop in at 107th and uh, Capitol Drive. And uh, they are open and taking calls today, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Time. If you can't get through today, you can also do so tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central. But uh, I'm confident, Becky, at, as the bookstore worked with the publisher to really get this in the hands of many, many people, it, it is a, a very reasonable and uh, affordable amount to really make a spiritual impact upon our children and grandchildren. I think so, and, and I think it's a book that will um, be valuable for families for years to come because mm-hmm. it does span so many age levels. That it does. And one thing I appreciate uh, that uh, I'd like to make note of is that you are not just there to make a child feel good. For instance, after you have a couple of devotionals on creation, you also have one called Hiding from God that addresses sin in the garden, and you also have a devotional on the aftermath or the consequences of sin. Uh, how important is this concept for children to understand? Oh, I think it's critical, of course. You know, um, and I grew up not understanding that, um, just believing that if you're a good girl, you'll go to heaven. And it wasn't until I got in, in touch with my own sin nature as an adult that I understood my need for a Savior. So I, I think teaching children that at a young age, that, that we are all born with a sin nature because of the fall of man, because of what happened, um, it, we can teach them from an early age that they need a Savior. Indeed. And matter of fact, that goes along with what you said earlier about uh, this scarlet thread of redemption kind of being the theme of this book. And every so often in the book, there is a, a red-colored page called Thread of Hope. Tell us about these pages and how you decided where to place them in the book. Well, I, I put them um, every, their every tenth story is a thread of hope. And um, the purpose of them is to just let's stop and reflect on the stories that we just read. Let's try to connect the dots of the big picture, but let's also take a look at these people who we've just read about, um, flawed people just like us, mm-hmm. and what can we learn from their stories? And, and really, um, I hope, again, that that serves as a springboard. If if we have parents and grandparents reading these stories with their kids, um, it's an opportunity to start sharing our own stories and our own flaws and our own um, joy at the salvation that we've received and the forgiveness of our sins. It's just, um, you know, instead of sugarcoating that, that all these people were amazing, perfect people, well, they weren't. They were flawed, just like us, and 
these threads of hope, I think, are just opportunities to stop and reflect and have conversations. Yeah, and and when I look at your book, that's what I see is conversations. Uh, the the writings of the devotionals are short. On, on most, you have a, a you know with two pages, you have a full page with a a full color illustration for the most part. Not everyone, but for the most part, and and then with the biblical account on the opposing page. And Becky, some would say, well, that's too short. But every one of these stories really enables a parent or the grandparent to enter into a time of discussion with the child because you point out such rich truth that it just begs the, you know, the parent or, or grandchi- grandparent to, to ask questions of the child. Yes. Well, and as you said, the, the Scripture references are listed, so if they want to take more time and mm-hmm. dive deeper, um, they know exactly where to go and to read the account right out of God's Word. And they're going to receive a biblical worldview through this as well. And I, I like the devotional you have entitled A Fresh Start. This is this is after the ark came to a rest. And while many people today, especially children, are going to associate a rainbow with the, the LGBTQ movement, you tell exactly why God placed a rainbow in the sky and what that rainbow really means. Yes. And, and uh, isn't it refreshing to um, to have that information, and then when you see a rainbow, it just means so much more to understand the um, the grace of God and His promise never to uh, bring that type of destruction on the earth again. And friends, as you read these devotionals, that's the kind of talking points you go into as far as uh, one that is written in the story, and, and you can bring up current events and matters that are going on and, and help them understand biblical truth. That's God who gave us that promise of a rainbow and why he did that, and uh, certainly this uh, devotional book helps do that. Um, you take us through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Uh, there are some pretty important life lessons from these accounts, aren't there? Definitely. Um, we see, again, we see just a lot of flawed people. Um, the biggest lesson for me in them is, is um, taking things into your own hands instead of waiting for God to fulfill his promises. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in, in several of their lives and um, God still um, was faithful. He fulfilled his obligation, but there were consequences to, to their decisions. And I, you know, I just think that's a great talking point with kids as well, that, that, um, God is always going to be faithful to us, and we may make mistakes, and He will still be faithful, but that doesn't mean we won't have consequences for the decisions that mm-hmm. we make. Matter of fact, after your series on, on Moses, and you have got 11 different devotionals on the life of Moses, but I like the Thread of Hope page here, where you give that important reminder of the two paths that we almost choose from, uh, one that leads to life and the other one that leads toward death. Yes, a great, it's a great uh, thing to think about um, on any given day. You know, what am I choosing today? I mean, once we are saved, of course, we're on the right path, but it is not hard to wander off from time to time, is mm-hmm. it? No, it's not. And, uh, and certainly the book is one that guides us to stay on course and why that's important and life lessons for many. Friends, we're talking with Becky Dudley today. She is a children's author written several books for young people, but uh, this one here is a devotional for families, so young people can sit and hold the book and enjoy it. Very durable pages, a 10 by 10 book, and uh, and look through uh, the, the various accounts that are given in the book. I just brought up Moses here just a bit ago, um, and you actually cover it through a number of different devotions. I think I counted 11 different ones on the life of Moses from his birth to, to the time of entering the Promised Land under Joshua. And one of the things you included in this are some colorful maps so parents can show their children how they traveled. That, I saw that. That really makes this come to life, doesn't it? It does. It does. And they can actually compare the geography of of the land at that time to the land today. I mean, they can take these studies as deep as they want them to, but I do think that that just um, reinforces that this is actually a true story. This is historical narrative. Mm And you literally walk the reader through the Bible as you do this. I mean, from as we talk about through Moses and the entering the promised land, so we have accounts from Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, and and then you introduce us how Israel got its first king. I mean, you you the book really helps tie many loose ends together, doesn't it? 
Yes, I, I, I sure hope so. Um, the kings and the, and the prophets, that, that is just such a huge chunk of scripture. So on those, we decided to, to handle uh, the vast majority of that with a timeline that um, opens up somewhere near the middle of the book where mm-hmm. you can see all of the kings and all of the prophets and um, the years that they reigned and were they a good king, a bad king, an evil king, and what lessons we can learn from them. As I mentioned, friends, the book is uh, 10 inches by 10 inches, but what Becky is talking about is is this fold-out, and I am looking at it right now. It's on uh, page 86, but you open it up, and it actually spans like four pages uh, in which you have this timeline of uh, what's going on with Israel, who those kings were, and then you have them color-coded so they can see, okay, which ones were good kings, which ones are bad kings, and which one were just plain evil. And I see uh, 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 Ahab you've got under the evil king, uh, who did more evil than all those that were before him. And then same with the prophets. You've got uh, different uh, the, the prophets here as well, and, and how they spoke and ministered under good kings, bad kings, and evil kings. Yes. What an what a, um, example they were for all of us, because these prophets uh, lived in a time, and you know, we live in times that sometimes feel really dark, but mm-hmm. when you read the accounts of what these prophets lived through, times were dark then as well, and yet they stood fast, and they um, were obedient to the Lord. Yeah, and there's uh, another important lesson on page 83. Uh, your devotional wisdom is better than gold. And I know for many young people today, many are following after the gold. Uh, but you point out that there are so there's something much more precious than gold itself. Yes, um, from the life of Solomon, what a what a lesson we learned. God granted him wisdom, and then he still chose to seek after other um, ways of fulfillment. and But finally, he did come back and, and realize that um, seeking God is what truly matters, mm-hmm. that everything else in this world is meaningless. And it's just a fabulous lesson for life, isn't it? It really is. And uh, in here, part one is, uh, is on darkness and light, and then part two is called A New Dawn. Tell us about A New Dawn. A New Dawn was... Um, after the um, the last prophet, and we had uh, was it five hundred years of you know, four hundred years of silence, mm-hmm. and then we have the birth of John the Baptist and the ushering in of the new covenant and the new uh, kingdom, and um, it's it's the age in which we currently are living, and it's just an exciting time and. Um, I think most people will identify more with this one, but it's so important to understand where we came from first. It really is. And again, Romans tells us that the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. So that foundation you lay from, from accounts from the Old Testament are important for what's to be unfolded in the New Testament. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be talking about some of those aspects. Also, we'll be opening our phone lines to give you opportunity to speak with our guests. And uh, friends, after the break as well, we'll be sharing with you how you can obtain a copy of God's Story. From the beginning to the promised return, 125 illustrated stories that will bring the Bible alive for families. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. Many wonder about the 70 weeks prophecy found in the book of Daniel. While Daniel is praying for Israel, he receives a vision of Israel's future comprised of 70 weeks. But what do these weeks mean? In the book, Daniel's Gap, Paul's Mystery, pastor and Bible prophecy speaker, Dr. Richard Schmitz carefully examines this vision, outlining the dispensational distinctives between the Old Testament, the New Testament, between Israel and the church, and between the law and the gospel of grace. He further examines the scriptures and details this pause between the 69th and 70th week of Daniel's prophecy. It is there where God placed this church age into his program. 
Daniel's Gap, Paul's Mystery, is available for a donation of $17 to VCY America. Call 1-800-729-9829. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY America Network. Our guest today is Becky Dudley. She is uh, authored a book that's uh, brand new from the publisher called God's Story, From the Beginning to the Promised Return, really gives a overview of the whole of scriptures, uh, illustrated stories that are out full color, uh, illustrations, and uh, just a remarkable book to, uh, to sit down with your children and grandchildren. Friends, we often talk here on Crosstalk about the issues that are taking place in our world today and the decisions people are making, and many times it is uh, following the pathway of evil. Well, this book doesn't gloss over that. It helps the reader to understand, yeah, there are two pathways, and which one are you going to choose uh, as we go through life? And the illustrated Bible stories help do that as we are guided through uh, just the, uh, as uh, Becky referred to it, the scarlet thread of redemption that we have throughout Scripture and guiding us through the Old Testament. But that's the foundation after those 400 silent years for that which is to come. Now, again, this book, God's Story, uh, just was released from the publisher at twenty four ninety nine. Our bookstore, though, is featuring it as a book of the month and are offering it at 40% off, just fourteen ninety nine plus any applicable tax or shipping. Uh, you can reach out to them at vcy.com or by calling one 4829 And even if you wanted to get multiple copies to, to ship around to your family members, your loved ones as well. Living in different parts of the country can be really beneficial and, and useful in that regard. But uh, uh, they are open until uh, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, so you can call, go, go online, vcy.com. It's available to you as well, and I uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, also, friends, we're going to open our phone lines here this afternoon and give you opportunity if you have a guest or a question you'd like to ask of our guest or a brief comment. And uh, maybe you can just share a moment how you as a parent or grandparent have instilled biblical truth in your own children. Or maybe you have a question on this as well. Our number 800-733-9829. Well, Becky, you've got many, many chapters on Jesus' earthly ministry. Uh, Just give us a couple key points that, that you write about in his earthly ministry. You know, this was um, maybe my my most favorite part of writing this book is just encountering Jesus as I'm writing about how he lived and just uh, the way he shook things up. And he wasn't the the king that Israel expected, but he was the king that they needed. Mm -hmm. And um, he really showed them how to live, how to love how to forgive. And um, he was so different from the religious system that they had been used to. And um, it was just a joy to encounter his stories and his love and his actions as I wrote about the book. And I hope that comes through in these stories that it inspires children to just understand what a wonderful savior we have and, um, and want to be more like him. Indeed. And so we're going to learn about his his earthly ministry in part two of this book, and and uh, learn more about uh, his life, his his earthly ministry here on earth, and and uh, his death, his uh, resurrection as well, and and it's that scarlet thread of hope that that you wrote about that's so important. Yes. Hmm. Let's. Uh, our, by the way, our number here to Crosstalk eight hundred seven three three nine eight two nine. We're going to begin with Dave in Phoenix, Arizona. You're on the air. Uh, yes, I was wondering um, about the Messiah, if you specifically talk about that in the book. I was looking for a book for my grandson. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus Christ is a Messiah, and uh, you've got a lot of chapters, devotionals on this topic, don't you? Yes, yes. In this book, I show how he is the one who fulfilled the promise that was made um, originally in the Garden of Eden, that he is the promised one that would save mankind from from themselves, ultimately. And um, it, that is talked about many times in the book. Well, one of the things that I want, before I bought the book, was I was just wondering, do you 
uh, talk about December 25th as being his uh, date of birth? Uh, no. No. They don't discuss a specific date. No, they would certainly talk about the birth of Christ, but the, but there's not a date in here. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate your calls. We've got Zoe next in Champaign, Illinois. Zoe, you're on the air. Hi, Jim. Um, I really want to thank your guest for doing this book. It sounds wonderful. Especially, I love the scarlet thread, that, you know, idea running through the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask, do you talk about the kinsman redeemer in Ruth? I do. Oh, yes. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things. It's one of my so favorite happy. stories um, and, and such a beautiful foreshadowing of our Savior as well. Yes, amen. Yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. Great. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Zoe. Okay. Indeed, part of, part of that uh, scarlet thread of redemption that is there, and uh, that's such an important part uh, in the story of Ruth. It is. It is. And uh, um it's a favorite story for so many, and, and I think we're just absolutely drawn to, to that story because Jesus is so apparent in it, and um, just the love and the, and the gentleness and the salvation that comes through mm-hmm. Boaz. Yeah. Friends, our phone number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. If you have a question pertaining to our topic today, or as is you are a parent or grandparent, how it is that you are engaged in instructing your children or grandchildren in the ways of God? Our number, 800-733-9829. And uh, the story of Jesus is is one that's so very important because that, that really ties together the scarlet thread of redemption. Not only, you know, as, as the caller earlier talked about, uh, you know, the, the time of his birth, we don't know the day of his birth, but we celebrate uh, this time of year. Um, but, but we understand why he came. The Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. And that's something you don't shy away from in your book. That's right. It's, it's the message. It's the, it's the overall theme, and, and uh, it's something to shy away from. Mm-hmm. And, and really, we see pictures of it all throughout the Old Testament pointing to Christ. And it's just so wonderful to connect those dots and see that this really is one cohesive story from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and that Jesus fulfilled everything that was promised. How did writing this book impact you? Oh, it it was um, it was a labor of love, and it uh, any time I interact with with scripture, I I believe it changes me to some degree. You know, I've read the Bible through probably twenty times in my life, but every time I do, it's fresh, it's new, it's teaching me, and the more I read it, the more I realize how much more there is to see and understand and for God to reveal. And I'm just, I love the scripture more every time I read it. So writing this book just magnified that in my life. And it really makes the stories come alive, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. I I think that between the design elements and just um, the illustrations, this book is going to appeal to children but also to to their parents and grandparents. And I, I have heard, I've seen some comments made on the uh, publisher's website of, of people who are using this book as um, just leaving it out on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. And when neighbors come, it, it is a catalyst for conversation. Yeah. And um, families are using it for their nightly read-alouds or their morning devotions. And um, it just makes me so happy that... that um, People may be inspired to dig into God's Word. We have Julie calling from Pensacola, Florida. Julie, you're on the air. Uh, Yes, I just wanted to make a comment. I want to thank you for doing this book, spending so much time on it, and really getting a good book out there for people to read. I am going to purchase it for my Airbnb, Mm. and prayerfully, there will be people that will enjoy it Mm. and probably even come to know the Lord because of what was there for them to read. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Appreciate the phone call. And and Julie is thinking outside the box here uh, right. in, in doing so. What a great idea. Absolutely. And, and I think it would make a great gift because it's not 
um, it's just a historical account, you know, and there are devotions in it, but it's not um, a hit-you-over-the-head type of book. It's it's just beautifully illustrated um, true story. Mm-hmm. It is true. And, and uh, again, what I see from the book here, Becky, is that it's the conversations that come as a result of what you've written here, as you share the narrative from Scripture, and, and then you've got a passage, you know, where parents can look up, or grandparents, if they'd like to uh, read the, the account directly from the Scriptures and so forth. Uh, it's the conversations that happen afterwards where you can, something, that just a simple phrase or sentence in here begs you to ask questions. Mhm. Mhm. And I and I've also included some vocabulary words that um I think for especially as you're reading to younger children and you you know we get so used to words of the faith that and and don't um think that oh maybe the child doesn't understand what that means. Mm-hmm. So in these devotional pages there are vocabulary words with definitions that um, are also topics for discussion. There are. For instance, I'm looking right now at page 147 on your Thread of Hope page. It's all in red. You've got truth that you're bringing out here about Nicodemus' visit to Jesus by night, and then you have the word parable, and then you define it, a short story with a moral theme or lesson. We learned that, that Jesus did use parables as he spoke often with the people. Mm-hmm. But it's we a sometimes great way to have a conversation too. Yeah, and sometimes we'll just say the word parable, but we, but but with that definition there, it helps us. Okay, oh, I need to explain to my grandchild this. Yeah, a parable is just a short story that has a moral lesson to it. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's go back to uh, the lines. We have Mark in Newark, Ohio. Mark, you're on the air. Yes, uh, I'm glad she's on here because I was looking for something like this for my grandchildren. Mm. Uh, I've got a question for is uh, the illustrations and the way your pictures and stuff, are they decent enough to where you can show these kids not looking like a real child thing like they did with uh, the Noah's Ark where they have animals sticking their heads out the windows and happy faces and all that? Is it more to the tense of what you're talking about? Oh, yes. These illustrations, um, they're not, um, they don't have a fairy tale look about them. They look like real people having uh, real life situations, and they're just beautifully done. I I think you'll be very pleased with them. And I know if you go on the uh, Masterbooks website, you can actually look at samples from the book and see some of the illustrations on their website. I'm what you call illiterate with that, but okay. I'll try to look at that. <laughs> right. But I, that's what I like. I like something that's close to reality, but yet it's close to where the children can understand what the picture means. Right, right. And I, I really believe you'll find that with this book. Matter of fact, I'm looking at the page with Noah's Ark right now. There is no giraffes with their heads sticking out, no elephants on the deck as such. I mean, you see the enclosed <laughs> yeah. ark. I mean, if you've seen Ark Encounter in Kentucky, uh, you're going to see this model more similar to that, including an indoor room of the ark as well that is illustrated. Yeah, I've been down there three times, so right. I know what you're talking about. Great. Thank hey, you. well, thank you for the book, okay? Thank you for the You're welcome. Appreciate your call. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back with uh, more here in our final segment. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Our guest today is Becky Dudley, and uh, friends, our phone line is available, 1-800-733-9829. That's 1-800-733-9829. If you missed uh, the point of contact for uh, uh, connecting with our bookstore, we'll be giving that in the final segment as well. Back in a minute here on Crosstalk. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Right after the Obamas, Michelle and Barack Obama, produced a movie about a cyber attack on America, guess what happened? The Washington Post reports that China is attacking on the critical infrastructure of America. The timing is indeed interesting. But reality is... Apparently, the globalists like to tell us in advance what it is they're going to do. 
I believe this is for a few reasons. One is to show their power to people, to rub it in our face, if you will. But I think there's even a more sinister one, and that is the power that they think comes from telling things in advance, the power of the mind, the mind over matter, shamanism, occultism, the power of the mind to create. They think themselves God, and now they want to have a harmonic convergence that uses these negative thoughts, they think, to bring down America. It's pure occultism. Listening to Crosstalk on BCY America, God's Story from the Beginning to the Promised Return is the name of the book. Becky Dudley, its author, with us here today on Crosstalk, is uh, talks about these 125 illustrated Bible stories that will bring the Bible alive for families. And and the Master Books is the one who uh, published this book. And and uh, I know Becky that they are very committed to biblical truth uh, through through their writings. Yes, they are. They're, um, that is one of their uh, hallmarks, and I think you can trust that anything they publish has been uh, well scrutinized. This is the publisher Ken Ham often utilizes in Bodie Hodge and, and the writers from, from Answers in Genesis ministry, as well as other ministries as well. But, uh, and, and so that speaks to the, to the commitment of, of biblical integrity for, for the publisher as well. Great. Well, let's uh, go back to our lines here. We have Jane calling from Fall Creek, Wisconsin. Jane, you're on the air. Uh, hello, Jim and uh, Becky. I, I just wanted to let you know I'm a first-time caller. Mm. Uh, I'm really excited about what Becky's talking about, but I have a question. I have two nephews that I don't see because they live a long ways away, and their parents are not saved. They're eight and nine years old, and I really feel like the Lord laid it on my heart to order a book. And this one sounds like it would fit the bill, but my question really is, um, since the parents are not saved, um, I'm not sure that it would be well-received. And I just wonder what your opinion on that would be. Well, I can share an experience with you. Um, Someone at my church was in the same situation and sent the book anyway, and the parent is reading the book to their child, and the parent has started asking my friend questions, and it's just opening up their heart and their mind to, well, what is the truth? And um, I, I think it can serve as... Um, like an evangelistic a, tool? Yes, absolutely. Well, that would be my aim, because I don't believe these little boys have ever heard the name of Jesus other than mm. a curse word. Oh, my. No, I, I just don't. I mean, not that their parents swear or anything, but um, they don't go to church, and I just don't think they have any real religious background or biblical background. The biblical is more important, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I, my intention is to open up the Word of God to them. But I won't be able to give it to them directly. I'll have to send it through the mail. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate your call, and one of the, the features of this book, really, it, it takes you through the, the, the Word of God, and seeing that, as, as uh, Becky pointed out earlier, that, that uh, scarlet thread of redemption is the, the main theme through this, so mm. everything leads toward that of, of salvation, redemption available through Jesus Christ and the price He paid for us, uh, His death, His burial, His resurrection— and uh, so, and it guides the the reader through the the whole of Scripture itself, um, from from creation to to the end. And and uh, what a what a nice overview that provides for the for the reader. Okay, well, I'm going to order it and send it to them. <laughs> and I thank you so much for your program, Jim. I listen to you almost every day, as well as Worldview Weekend and a lot of your other programs. I love Sacred Stylings. I always okay. turn that on at night. And uh, God bless you, and uh, Becky, God bless you, too, for the wonderful work you have done. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane, for, for calling Thank here you, today. Thank you, Jane. And You're very welcome. Great. Bye. And uh, Jane's our final caller here for today on the broadcast. Uh, uh, let me, I, I just want to point out, we talked a lot about some of the Old Testament accounts, but you've got an important story as well called Sent Out. Uh, what we know about the scriptures uh, here, Becky, is we're not to keep this to ourselves, but it's really our responsibilities to tell others, isn't it? Yes, and and um, I think 
you know, just seeing where we fit into this story is one of the most powerful parts of reading it, just that our life does have a purpose, and God has a plan for our life, and we can share our story, and we can share Jesus with others. And these men, the um, disciples and apostles who went before, showed us exactly how to do it. It's not always easy, but um, it's always worthwhile. Indeed. Um, and just in conclusion here, what is your hope that this book uh, will accomplish? What is what is your desire that at the end of the day you say, if this happens, I, I will be rest spiritually satisfied? Oh, Jim, if just one person found their way to the feet of Jesus through mm. reading this book, it would have been worth it. But mm. my prayer is that many will, that um, this will spark conversation around the dinner table or at bedtime or in the morning that that families will draw closer to the Lord together through reading this book. Well, Becky, you've done a, just a great job at pulling so many critical truths from God's Word together uh, through and, and then putting them forth in the stories and teaming up with the, the illustrator as well. Uh, just a, a great uh, conversation piece, but really a great tool uh, to to guide young people uh, to faith in Christ by by looking at the whole of Scripture. Well, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Becky Dudley, our guest here today on Crosstalk, and uh, I'm looking at the back of the book right now, is saying it's designed for families and individuals of all ages and includes simple summaries for younger readers. Also on the back, it says God has authored a book that tells of, uh, tells of his love, faithfulness, power, and expectations of us That book is the Holy Bible, also known as God's Word, a collection of 66 different books that tell one sweeping story, the story of God's love for mankind in the face of repeated rebellion. Now open the book and enjoy the unique, fully illustrated presentations of 125 true stories from God's Word, speaking of His salvation plan, all part of God's story. And uh, friends, we uh, just mentioned that it is available through our VCY bookstore. They're featuring it as a book of the month. You can uh, obtain it. It's normally $24.99. They're offering it 40% off, just $14.99, plus any applicable tax or shipping. Uh, but it's uh, that they have it reduced uh, through December 31, 2023. It's available 24-7 at vcy.com, vcy.com, or you may call this number one 888 722-4829. That's one 722 Those in southeast Wisconsin, stop by 107th and Capitol Drive. But the, they're open till uh, 6 p.m. Central, open back tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central. VCY Bookstore is a ministry of VCY America, and uh, trust it will be a help and a blessing to you. Well, friends, that's all the time we have today, but we talk about uh, the need in our society today to get people grounded in the Word, to see them brought to Christ. Here's something that's positive that's going on as an effective tool to accomplish that very thing. God bless you, folks. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208, or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.